You're listening to WBEZ. The fate of which party controls Congress remains up in the air. Republicans may have picked up some seats around the country, but their gains did not come from Illinois. Here, Democrats retained key, tight House races, particularly in Chicago suburbs. Lynn Sweet covers Washington for the Chicago Sun-Times. She's here now to take a look at the battleground federal races around Illinois. And, Lynn, let's start with Democrats won House seats all over Chicago suburbs. Do you think Republicans had a chance to pick up any seats there? Well, we're really focusing on on three seats that were in the suburbs that were most closely watched. And these are three incumbents, Lauren Underwood, Sean Caston, and Bill Foster. And all of them uh, sailed through the election just fine. They all got about 54% of the vote to 40%. They all had a lot of new territory in their districts. So in some way, there was so many new potential constituents that it was almost like having an open seat, you know, but it turned out all the incumbents did just fine. Donald Trump, of course, has not performed well in Illinois' general elections. How would you say his presence over national politics played a factor in the Democratic wins here, if at all? Let me give a little bit of a nuanced answer. He is a factor in that his presence as a very powerful political force increased, I believe, in Illinois, the power and the numbers of the Trump wing of the Republican Party in Illinois to the point that that is the uh, dominant wing. And what we would have called the establishment, more moderate Republican wing is almost invisible. So in that way, Trump was a factor because in so many of the races in Illinois, you saw this 54-ish, 40-ish split. So it shows that there are still many Republicans in Illinois Of course, Illinois is sending a new class of Congress members to Washington. Who stands out as somebody to watch? Well, I think every freshman uh, is somebody who is going to be uh, notable. Let's start in the new 3rd District. State Representative Dela Ramirez was easily elected. So she is now the third Hispanic to be elected to Congress from Illinois. Then you have on the South Side, Jonathan Jackson, the son of the Reverend Jesse Jackson. Certainly we'll watch him. Uh, I would watch Nikki Budzinski from a downstate district. And we still had a Democrat Eric Sorensen uh, neck and neck with Republican Esther Joy King. But no matter what, whoever wins that race, that will be a freshman to watch. Lynn, I want to loop back to something you touched on earlier about redistricting in Illinois. We saw the Democrats perform pretty well in western and southern Illinois, as well as in the Chicago area. And Illinois could be sending as few as three Republicans to Congress. We'll see when the numbers all shake out. How much did the new legislative boundaries that were drawn by the Democrats help determine winners in these races? Oh, it was an enormous, an enormous help. Look no further than McHenry County in northern Illinois to see how that county was uh, filleted in order to loot its Republican base. So if indeed it turns out to be 14-3, then it shows that this gerrymandering, especially for this snake-like downstate district, if you think of a map in Illinois and then you kind of just see a little uh, curly Q district going up from around central Illinois towards Mississippi, then you'll see what a definition of gerrymandering is. 
but because of the overwhelming uh, democratic infrastructure in Springfield, there is no objection to it as there might have been in other states. So the uh, wins reflect the map maker's intent. Lynn, always great to get your expertise. Thanks for talking with us. Thank you very much. That's Lynn Sweet, who covers Washington for the Chicago Sun-Times. This is WBEZ.